nuevamente tu nivel de inglés profesional con el máster en inglés profesional de Baugan. Ameno, exigente y a tiempo completo. Mil horas intensivas en las que tendrás que esforzarte. Por eso funciona. Vence al Ya te llamaremos con Baugan. Apúntate. Llama ahora al 91-133-5833 o entra en grupobaugan.com. ¿Do you Baugan? Me licencié hace cuatro años en la universidad. Al año hice un máster, después otro. Además estoy acabando el doctorado. Pero ayer no pasé un proceso de selección por no saber inglés. ¿Te suena esta historia? Ocurre todos los días. El inglés es fundamental para progresar en tu vida laboral en todos los sectores. ¿A qué esperas para aprender inglés de una vez por todas? Máster en inglés profesional Vaughan, tu solución definitiva. Nuestros profesores están deseando darte clase. ¿Y tú? ¿No estás deseando venir a conocerlos? Busques lo que busques, tenemos un curso y un profe para ti. Prueba nuestro buscador de cursos en grupobaugan.com o llámanos al 91-133-5833 y te ofreceremos una solución que se adapte a tus necesidades. 91-133-5833 o grupobaugan.com Sound of English. Hello there, welcome to the Sound of English. We've just had the middle bit with me and Richard talking about um, elbows, codos, and now we're going to do some listening challenges. So, first of all, before the actual listening challenge, before the Twitter responded listening challenge, I'm going to launch an app question for you. It's a very short, fairly easy, quite easy uh, question for you. ¿Cómo se dice escamas en inglés? Okay. Now, this comes from yesterday's show about moths. If you remember, we talked about moths for half an hour. A moth is polia, I think you say, isn't it? Or mariposa nocturna. So, um, moths have escamas. But what is the word in English? I'll tell, well, I'll give you some exa I'll give you some options, first of all. Um, option A is skills. Okay, skills. Option B is scales, option C is schemes, and option D is scams. Okay, so como se dice escamas in English? Is it A, skills, B, scales, C, schemes, or D, scams? Okay, so I'll give you the answer to that in a few minutes' time. And um, in the meantime... We're going to do some Twitter Responde. Y ahora el reto en Twitter a través de arroba IM David Guadel. Twitter Responde. 
ready for your listening challenge today. Your live version is coming up in a couple of seconds. It's a short one, so you have to listen very, very carefully. Of course, I will repeat it a few times, and I'll give you the answer in about ten minutes or so. So, if you want to hear your, f- if you want to listen to the first hearing, um, we'll start it with a drum roll. Here we go. Un redoble si podemos. No sé si te- yes, muy bien. There we go. That was the first hearing of the Twitter Responder live listening challenge. Did you get it? If you got it with that, you're very, very good. Um, if you didn't, let's, let's just, um, hear it one more time, shall we? Here is today's Twitter Responder live listening challenge. Okay. What am I saying? It sounds like one word. In fact, uh, it's definitely more than one word. Um, if you know, then just t- uh, tweet me on I'm David Rudell. That is arroba i m d a v i d w a d d e l l. And I'll get, as I said, I'll give you the answer to that in about ten minutes time. Okay. Now the podcast edition I gave you yesterday, the Twitter responder listening challenge, the podcast one was this one. We I got a good response, very good response, and it was, I think it's on Thursday. I think it's on Thursday. Okay, so what am I saying? In fact, there are how many words? One, two, three, four, contraction, five, six. So with a contraction, five, without the contraction, six. Um, let's hear it again. I think it's on Thursday. I think it's on Thursday. Okay, let's slow it down a little bit. I think it's on Thursday. I think you're getting it now. I think it's, or it is, on Thursday. <clears throat> Good stuff. I think it's on Thursday, which is, I guess, in Spanish, what would that be? Creo que es el jueves. But of course, in English, we use the preposition on. I think it's on Thursday. Good stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat is a bit sort of um, <clears throat> croaky at the moment. Now, the first person to get it right, the first person to actually email me, um, to tweet me, was... Mercedes Jimenez. And she said, I think it's on Thursday. Perfect. Full marks. And then just a few seconds after Mercedes was Express, who also got it right. And Virginia, she got it right too. I think it's on Thursday. Maria Angeles. I think it's on Thursday. The only mistake there was not putting Thursday with a capital letter. Remember, days of the week, months of the year in English are always with a capital letter. But absolutely perfect. I think it's on Thursday. Well done, Maria Ancales. And then <coughs> we have Yolanda. I think it's on Thursday. Perfect. Manuel was the next person. He got it 100% right as well. I think it's on Thursday. Then Belen. She got it right as well. Well done, Belen González. I think it's on Thursday. Creo que es el jueves. And then uh, Juan Ramón. He got it right. And so did Peter. Both of you got it right. I think it's on Thursday. And last but not least, Catalina. I think it's on Thursday. Creo que es el jueves. But when I said it yesterday, it sounded like this. I think it's on Thursday. 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 There we go. Well done to all the people who wrote in. Everybody, I think, got it right. Yep. Perfect. Good stuff. Now, let's have a look at the live version, the one I've just given you. A pretty difficult one. I do have 
some, well, the first person to actually, uh, tweet me this time has been, mm, Paula. Paula has, has tweeted. So has Express and Francis as well has had a go. So has um, Juan Ramon Beatriz Manuel has also had a go at today's live listening challenge. And Peter, good stuff. Um, I'll repeat it one more time. Fuiten. Okay. And again, Fuiten. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's a very difficult one. But in fact, I actually said this yesterday to a colleague of mine and I said it exactly the way I just said it. So it is a uh, real English, authentic English. Fuiten. I said it, in fact, just after this show. So that might give you a clue. Okay, let's have a look at the app question. The app question is going really well. Lots of people getting it right. 86, 87% of you. Remember, the question is, ¿Cómo se dice escamas in, in English? Is it A, skills, B, scales, C, schemes, or D, scams? And yeah, not bad at all. Lots of people getting it right. Now, what I think I'm going to do now is a few translations. And what we're going to do here is look at the pronunciation of the word half. The word half, okay? Because half is, of course, spelled H-A-L-F, but we don't pronounce the L. So the first one is El vaso está medio lleno, no medio vacío. How would you say that? Yes, the glass the glass is half full, not half empty. Of course, the um, final F of half and the first F of full would be sort of, um, you would say them together. The glass is half full, half full, not half full. You'd say half full. The glass is half full, not half empty. But of course, we don't ever say half. No, half. So the glass is half full, not half empty. Very good. Another one. Ya, ya hemos gastado la mitad de nuestro dinero. Oh my God. So how do you say that in English? Ya hemos gastado. We've already spent la mitad de nuestro dinero. Half our money. Half our money. We don't need any prepositions there. We don't say half of our money. Just half our money. It's, it's, it's suficiente. We've already spent half our money. Now, our, of course, is one of these words which changes the pronunciation if you stress it or not. If I stress it, our money, nuestro dinero, is our. However, if you don't stress it, it becomes our, our. We've already spent half our money, half our money. I'm not saying half our money. I'm saying half our money. So it's one of those, uh, yeah, weak forms. Okay, one more. ¿Quieres mi mitad? ¿Quieres mi mitad del dinero? Por ejemplo, do you want my half? Not half, half. Okay, very good. One more. Te veo en media hora. I'll see you in... That's right. Half an hour. Half an hour. Y estaré allí en media hora. Más o menos. Estaré allí. I'll be there in más o menos about or around half an hour. Good stuff. Half an hour. Y la mitad de la gente de aquí está aburrida. So half the people here are bored. Good. Okay. La mitad de la gente no fue a la fiesta. The last one for you. La mitad de la gente no 
fue a la fiesta. So, will you say the half of the people? No, you don't need an article. It's just half the people or half. In this case, you can say half of the people. Half the people, half of the people didn't in the, in, in, in the past go to the party. Half the people didn't go to the party. Muy, muy bien. Good. How did your translations go? Were they okay? I hope they went well. Okay. So, Nacho, I think we can sort of stop the music now. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. A little bit of uh, background music there for the translations. Good stuff. And um, now, the app question, if you remember, was, ¿Cómo se dice escamas en inglés? Is it A, skills, B, scales, C, schemes, or D, scams? Uh, again, it's a, a, quite a high percentage of people getting it right. 87, 88% of you getting it right. I'll give you the answer in a couple of minutes. First of all, let's have a look at the Twitter Responder Live Listening Challenge. It was, if you remember, Fuyin. Fuyin. Okay, I can see that a few more people have had a go. Virginia has had a go, and so has Belen. But I can tell you that the first person to um, actually tweet me about 10 minutes ago was Paola Dimulescu, and she got it absolutely right. So, Fuyin, Fuyin, have you eaten? Have you eaten? Has comido. So, well done. Paula Dimulesco got it absolutely right. Have you eaten? Has comido. Have you eaten yet? Has comido, yeah. That's exactly what I said to my colleague yesterday, about three o'clock, ten past three. Have you eaten? I said, no, I haven't eaten yet. Okay, I'm starving. Are you? Yeah, should we eat? Okay, let's eat. Have you eaten? Have you eaten? Let's see who else got it right um, I can see um, Express had a go, so did Francis, so did Juan Ramon, Beatriz, Manuel, Peter, Virginia Palatine got it absolutely correct. Have you eaten? And so did Belen. Have you eaten? Has comido? Yes, I've just eaten. What about you, David? No, I haven't eaten yet. And also, at the last, just the last millisecond, we have Mr. Houses. Have you eaten? Eaten. He said, I'm not sure if I'm right. Uh, and yesterday he couldn't listen to the show. Oh dear. Never mind. The, mo the most important thing is you are here now. So have you eaten? Have you eaten? But you notice how have you becomes few. Few. Few eaten. Few eaten. Have you eaten? Brilliant. Good stuff. So well done to everyone who had a go at today's live listening challenge. Now, what I'm going to do now is give you the podcast edition. So this is one I'm going to say just once. And if you want to hear it again, then you need to download the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, then you can take part. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't be able to have a go at the live one. So that's why we do this section. So are you ready for today's Twitter Responde podcast edition? Let's have a drum roll, shall we, for this? A drum roll for the podcast. It's just as well. There we go. That was today's Twitter Responde podcast podcast edition okay now let's give you the answer to the app question very very successful as i said 89 percent of you have got it right como se dice escamas in inglés is it a skills b scales c schemes or d scams and the correct answer of course is dun, 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 b 
scales. Scales. Escamas, scales. Or there is another word, I think, for scales. Uh, if you're talking about skin, you'd, you'd call it flakes, wouldn't you, really? Scales. Fish have scales, and so do moths and butterflies. They have scales. That dust on their wings are, in fact, scales. Now, B of um, A, skills, habilidades. What would B, C, schemes? What is a scheme? A scheme. S, C-H-E-M-E. A scheme is, of course, un plan or un proyecto, a scheme. And then D is not an invented word. The word scam does exist. S-C-A-M, plural S, scams, scam. What does that mean? Well, it means something like um, un estafa, un timo, un fraude, un, un fraude. Okay, so scam, skills, scales, schemes and scams and the correct answer for escamas of course is scale so well done to everyone who had a go what i'm going to do now is take a very short break and i'll be back in two minutes Paugan Empresas es mucho más que clases de inglés para empresas. Mucho más. Tenemos varios tipos de cursos a vuestra disposición, como nuestros cursos in company, con profesores que se desplazan a vuestra empresa para dar allí las clases en el horario que acordéis con ellos. Nuestras clases online y telefónicas con varios niveles y temáticas disponibles. Nuestros seminarios de inglés de negocios, business skills, ideales para mejorar la capacidad de comunicación en el ámbito laboral. O nuestros programas de inmersión intensiva en inglés dentro de España y en el extranjero. Y por supuesto, nuestro Executive Master en inglés profesional, nuestro producto estrella del que los empleados de tu empresa saldrán completamente preparados para usar el inglés en el trabajo. ¿Buscas un curso que se adapte a las necesidades de los empleados? Entonces buscas Baugan Empresas. Infórmate ya en el 91-133-5831 o en grupobaugan.com. ¿Do you Baugan? Ignacio es uno de los jóvenes que madruga los sábados por la mañana para repartir desayunos a personas sin hogar. Es solo un pequeño esfuerzo que se une al de Cayetana dando clases de apoyo escolar. Y al de Enric, Ana, Pilar. Parece poco, pero suma mucho. Cooperación Internacional ONG. Únete a la juventud solidaria. Haz un máster en inglés profesional. En solo cinco meses saldrás perfectamente preparado para comunicarte en inglés en el trabajo. No importa lo que hayas estudiado, no importa a qué te quieras dedicar. Hagas lo que hagas, vas a necesitar el inglés. Haz un máster que realmente merezca la pena. Haz el máster en inglés profesional de Baugan. Más información en el 91-133-5833 o en grupobaugan.com. Máster en inglés profesional. Apunta alto. Llega más lejos. Además, ahora financiate hasta el 100% del coste y págalo cómodamente hasta en 24 meses. Puedes ver las condiciones de financiación en el apartado. Apartado de máster en grupobaugan.com.
Okay, welcome back to The Sound of English. Last ten minutes or so, we have a little bit of music for you. We've been looking at this piece by Haydn. Now, the piece I started to play yesterday was a slow movement, the second movement of a sonata by Haydn. What is what is a sonata? It's just a name for a piece, really. Don't don't, don't worry about this, the structure or anything. Um, this is the first note. And it's, in fact, one of these pieces that has more than one melody sounding at the same time, which means it's contrapuntal. Using the adjective there, contrapuntal, it's, it's got counterpoints. There are two things, or three things, or four things going on at the same time. Going on rather than just having a me melody. Yeah, with this, the accompaniment and the melody. Here we have two melodies, two important parts. And it starts off with just the two voices. And then a third voice really comes in. What Haydn does is he repeats that exact same phrase because that's just played by the left hand. And this time he adds the right hand melody. So it's a very original opening, I think. Um, you have these, these two voices repeated with a third voice over the top of them. And that third voice, as I said yesterday, has a few little um, ornaments. That's like an ornament, just to decorate the melody. You could do it without. And you notice that last those last few notes in the right hand it's going up very very slowly really at very very small tiny intervals so you could just go but you have that little note in the middle So what he does next is he introduce, uh, introduces a new idea. Again, there are little tiny ornaments in the right hand. These are examples of little tiny trills, really. We've come to a rest. We've settled in this harmony. Remember, we started here. And now we are. So what's happened is we, we've gone from one harmony to another. And now we're going to stay in this, this harmony for a while. And we're going to have a new idea. Again, it's going to be an idea with three voices sounding at the same time but this time there are well there are little um, ornaments and there are also 
scales, which was, of course, the word I gave you in the app question, which means eskema. But, of course, in this case, it's not eskama, it's escala, yeah? That was a downward scale, an upward scale. So it's stepwise motion. So there are no jumps. They're all just... This is not a scale. No, it's just steps. So this new theme is characterised by some ornaments and also some scales. So if I just play just before... So what happened there was, in just that tiny little bit I, I played, you have some, you have some little um, ornaments and some scales, and you noticed that two of the voices, the top two voices, were imitating each other. So you have the first thing you hear. And then while these two notes are sounding, you have another voice doing a similar thing. So you notice that these, these, these two voices are imitating each other and it, they're creating a, a, a downward pattern. Like a downward, yeah, like, like a little design, really. And then, in the left hand, all we have are just basic chords. So it could really, I mean, what Haydn is doing is he's setting in motion uh, like, like a pattern and it could, in theory, go on forever. It could repeat itself going down and down and down. It's a sequence, basically. Uh, but of course, you can't just base a piece on a sequence going down and down and down and down. It would just, just be ridiculous. So he stops after the next repetition. So if we go back to the first one, we've sort of broken the pattern, we've broken the sequence, now we have more of these little trills. So Haydn comes to uh, a little rest there, after quite a bit of tension with this... And he actually writes that last chord as a as an arpeggio. So it's not just all the notes at the same time, which would sound like he actually instructs the performer to like that. So it's like a harp. So that's why they call it an arp. 
Parpeggio. Parpeggio. So again, let's just look at that um, little sequence again. It's rather beautiful. In fact, what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, play you out with this little sequence. So thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock with a middle bit and at 2.30 with more of the sound of English. So thank you very much.